Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Joshua Tate, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Let me adjust my levels. Adjusting of the levels. And I'm back. Hello, everyone. And welcome to episode number 175 of the Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Let me tell you something here. All right. So far, we've gone over the AFC East. We went over the AFC West, the AFC South, but baby, we are here and we are going to talk about my favorite and the best division in football. We're going to be talking about the AFC North. The AFC North is going to be great. And uh, so, you know, Bengals talk. I also have to do an NFC division though. So you know what? Might as well keep it in the North, right? Maybe we should go Game of Thrones style with this. Maybe we should talk about Justin. You know what? King of the North. We'll find out who the King of the North is. Wow. AFC and NFC Kings of the North. We're going to kick this off. I'm excited to do it. So my number four team. And I'm going to go with the NFC first so I don't run out of steam. You know I'm going to go nuts for the AFC. So my number four team in the NFC North. So the worst team, a team that is no stranger to coming in last and being terrible. It is the Detroit Lions. And uh, you know they're going to try to bite your kneecaps. You know that they're going to try to eat your foot and they're going to try to destroy your life because that's what their coach is all about. But, um, man, a lot has changed on their roster that I'm looking at it, but I'm not sure if it changed for the better. And I'm not sure if it matters. It doesn't. So the Lions in the offseason, they traded Matthew Stafford to the LA Rams for, they got Jared Goff. They also received a first round draft pick in 2022 and 2023, which is good. So that's decent value, I think. They lost their top wide receiver, though, Kenny Galladay to the Giants, which is not great. They don't have Marvin Jones anymore. They don't have a lot, man. And uh, as what's funny is, as I was looking at my notes, they had Brashard Pierman, but then they lost him. <laughs> He's going to the Bears now. So they don't have many good wide receivers. And uh, the Lions, my God. They drafted Panay Sewell, who's supposed to be a generational tackle. Obviously, I'm extremely biased, so... Take whatever I say with a grain of salt with that because I don't think he's that good. He's looked really bad in the preseason. They got Jamal Williams, and I will give him credit because that dude is amazing, and him being in the backfield with Swift is going to be good. They'll have a good running game. Um, I like that move. If you haven't watched Jamal Williams' post-game interviews, you have to watch it because he's absolutely hilarious. But what is not hilarious is what's going to happen to the Lions this year. (laughs) So Vegas has them at five wins. I pound the under there. I don't think they're going to get five. 
it is going to be a few years until the Lions can attempt to try to get on track. I would say back on track, but honestly, even when they had Tron, it was a bit of a shit show. So, you know, it's rough for the Lions. I feel bad for them. My number three team in this division, and this is going to be one of those things where people are going to get a little snippy with me, is the Minnesota Vikings, okay? A lot of people have this team higher than me. Vegas has this team higher than me. Remember how high you guys were on them last year is what I'm going to tell you. How high were you? Ted was really high on them, and then they went one and five. How did that taste? Not great. And what did they do to fix their offensive line? Can you guys explain that to me? Nothing? Okay, that's cool. Let's move on. They have weapons, but they didn't change what they had, man. Of course, you got Dalvin Cook. You got you know, Adam Thielen. You got Justin Jefferson. And they're going to get their cookies, no question, or their their. I say cookies when I mean points in fantasy, but uh, we're not talking about fantasy. We're talking about reality. And the reality of the Vikings is that their defense is still trash. They don't have a good offensive line and they didn't do anything to fix it. They let go of Anthony Harris. They acquired Xavier Woods. I guess that's, let's call it a push. Give him the benefit of the doubt. But um, they signed Patrick Peterson. And if it was five years ago, I would be like, that's a really good move. But him being their number one corner now, not good, not good at all. And the bottom line is, I just, I don't think they got better. I don't think that they got better. Vegas has them at 8.5 wins. Nine and eight sounds about right, to be honest with you. But I'm going to go under anyway. I don't have any faith in that team. I don't think they're very good. So, yeah, I'm going to say they get eight wins. I don't think, I'm going under. So, in Kirk Cousins sucks, and they're going to implode, and they suck. So <laughs> hit the under, baby. Uh, my number two team in this division is led by the Red Rifle himself, Andy freaking Dalton. Andy the Red Rocket Dalton, baby. I mean, honestly, I cannot wait to see how he screws this up. It's one of those things where, you know, obviously I love the Bengals and I like watching the Patriots. The only other thing I love to watch, uh, taking my fantasy teams aside, is how Andy Dalton is going to ruin everything because he will. He always does. And it's one of my favorite things to watch. And people make excuses for him all the time. All the people in the media, they're like, you know, Andy Dalton looks pretty good in camp. You know, I think uh, Andy Dalton's not that bad. Maybe it was just because he was on the Bengals. Okay, well, what happened with the Cowboys? What happened there? And you know what's going to happen again? Dalton is going to start this season same way as he always does. And he's going to throw a pick six and he's going to fumble and he's going to crap himself. And I'm going to love it. But uh, it's not all about Dalton, because if you're listening, you're probably like, how the hell is this the number two team <laughs> if you're saying that they're this trash? Well, the Bears drafted a quarterback named Justin Fields. He looks pretty damn good. I think he's going to figure it out. And I think that when Dalton inevitably ruins everything, they have an amazing backup plan. And the offensive line is good. They're not great, but they're pretty good. I liked their addition in the draft. Tevin Jenkins. Dude, I wanted him to go to the Bengals so bad. Can't say that I hate Carmen right now. He's pretty good. But man, Jenkins is an immediate day one starter that will help you out. I think that was huge for them. And I mean, I just like, I like Fields. That's pretty much when I look at this roster. They've obviously got Montgomery. They, uh, they lost Kyle Fuller, which hurts. But they did manage to re-sign Artie Burns, which lessens the blow. Resigning Allen Robinson was a must. If they didn't do that, they would have been in some serious trouble. But I think Fields has enough around him 
decent enough running game, pretty good defense. They, you know, they can do it. They can figure it out. So I think Fields has some magic in him. I think when he gets the chance, he's going to let them shine a bit. They're not going to like, they're not going to be like division winners or they're probably not even going to make the playoffs, but so temper your expectations here, but they need a few more years. Vegas has them at 7.5. I see him going over. Watch out for the bears. They're going over 7.5. And my number one team is obvious. It's um, the team that's always at the top of this division. Usually Aaron Rodgers had the Packers fans real scared. Ted was scared. A lot of people were scared for a minute, but he is back, which means that the Packers are going to win that division easily. They're bringing back most of the same team last year that went 13 and three made a decent run before they ran into, you know, Tom Brady and got the brakes beat off of them and kicked a field goal because, you know, their quarterback is gutless and they were scared. But Vegas has them at 10 wins. Oh, you better pound that over. You better pound the shit out of that over. That's an easy one. Easy money right there. Which brings me, (laughs) brings me the best division in football, the AFC North. I'm very excited, okay? I wish that I could lie to you guys and say that the Bengals are going to take this division. Like I oh so badly want to say that that's going to happen, but I have to be truthful. I run this podcast with integrity. I tell you guys what I truly believe. If you guys have money on the line, not telling you to bet, but I'm just saying, if you do, I want you to win. So unfortunately I have to go over the number four team in this division. So the number four team in this division, who will be coming in last, is going to be the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers are coming in last. Because Big Ben sucks. Choo-choo can't catch. The Steelers going to suck. So bet your house on that. I'm telling you right now. I'm keeping you guys 100. I'm not joking. I'm not lying. This is what I believe. The Steelers are toasted. They're done. It's over. Stick a fork in them. I know that they haven't had a losing season in a million years. I understand. I don't give a shit. They have an old cuck bag for a QB. He's one hit away from the Sunny Villas. Or the Sunny... Oh, my good Lord. Have you ever been so mad that you legitimately couldn't talk? Like you're in the middle of something and you're so upset and you're trying to make a little bit of a joke that no one's even going to get, but you're just mad. That's what the Steelers do to me. And they have no backup plan. Maybe they'll get Cam now. I don't care. No matter what, it's going to bite them in the ass. They have a trash offensive line that's coming off just an absolute terrible season. And they're, dude, I'm telling you guys, I can feel the size. I can feel all the people just, oh, you guys don't even get it. You don't even realize they drafted a running back in the first round, Harris, with no offensive line in front of him. They just re-signed Juju. So at least their social media game and their TikTok is going to be on point. That's fun. They let go of Bud Dupree. They let go of Mike Hilton. Going to hurt the defense a bit. And I'm going to say, to be fair, to be fair, the defense is still legit. Not saying they're not. They got Melvin Ingram. They got they got playmakers all over the field. I don't need to name them. But They have playmakers all over the field. I don't trust Claypool or Big Ben to stay healthy this year. I don't. And I think it's going to kill them. I think it's going to hurt them. Vegas has them at eight and a half. 
take the under. Take the under. Take the hell out of the under. I'm telling you, I don't I think they're trash. And that's it. Which brings me to the number three team in this division. <laughs> Led by Le Champion. And they say don't bring a one-legged man to an ass-kicking contest. But that's exactly what I'm going to do. Because Joe Burrow, that sweet boy, and the Cincinnati Bengals come in at number three in this division. Now, the Bengals knew they needed some offensive line help to protect sweet baby Joe. They got Riley Reef. They drafted Jackson Carmen. Should they have done more? Yes. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie to you. But it's fine. They have T. Higgins. They got Tyler Boyd. They got Auden Tate. And then you add Jamar Chase to that wide receiver pool, in my opinion, making them the best group of wide receivers in the league. And I know that Chase has had some drops. He hasn't been hit in a few years. You can see him at practice. He's making one-handed crazy catches. He needs to get used to being hit again. And then he'll stop dropping the ball. And then he's going to start making people learn. Now you got Mixon in the backfield. We just drafted a guy, Chris Evans. He looks really good. Captain America is real, and he's going to get it going. But enough about the offense. Because the defense is what's going to shock everybody. I promise you that. They acquired Trey Hendrickson to help the pass rush. And there was only one guy last year that had more sacks than him. TJ Watt. And he was tied with Aaron Donald. So that's just letting you know what that man is all about. You put him next to DJ Reader, who's not going to let them run by him. You've legitimately got Sam Hubbard on the other side. You got so many guys on the defensive line. Ogan Joby, like, they are fantastic. And they acquired Mike Hilton and Awazi to help them in the already decent backfield. You've got Jesse Bates, best safety in the league. You've got Von Bell hitting the crap out of Juju. He's going to be causing havoc. Vegas has the Bengals at 6.5 wins. And we are going to do what? Pound the over it is the quest for seven once again. It is going to happen. Trust me. Trust me on that. Number two, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's a bit of a coin flip between the Ravens and the Browns. I'm not going to lie. Uh, both teams are very good. My decision, fun. it's funny how my decision goes here because I don't buy Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that means that I buy Baker Mayfield, but I buy the pieces around Baker more than I buy the pieces around Lamar Jackson. I really don't think that he's, he's going to be enough to get it done. So for the Ravens, number two, I like that they acquired Sammy Watkins. I like that they drafted Bateman. Acquiring Kevin Zeitler and drafting Ben Cleveland is going to help their offensive line tremendously. There's no question about that. We all know their defense is legit. Playmakers everywhere, much like the Steelers. The Ravens are a strong team. Not saying that they're not. Vegas has them at 11. And while I'm tempted to go over, I think they slip a little bit this year. I don't even know why. Like, this one is tough. I have this feeling that Lamar is just so cocky right now and he thinks he's going to prove everybody wrong. And I'm like... I don't know. I don't like to put too much stock into preseason, put too much stock. I just, every time I watch them, I don't, they're not overly impressive. So I'm going to take, I say they go 11 and six. I don't think they're getting 12. So I'm taking the under on the Baltimore Ravens, which means that somehow (laughs) we live in a world where 
I'm taking the Cleveland Browns as the winners of the AFC North. If I had said that three years ago, I would have slapped myself in the face. And uh, the reason I'm taking the Cleveland Browns, their offensive line is the difference. I love Jedrick Wills. I love Wyatt Teller. I love Conklin. I, I, I love most of the guys on that line. I think they have one of the best offensive lines in football, if not the best. And when you've got Chubb and Hunt in the backfield, that's, that's probably the best rushing attack in the league. So do the math. If you've got the best offensive line, you got the best running backs, what, what does it matter that I don't believe in Baker Mayfield? And then if that wasn't enough, you've got OBJ coming back. If he's half the man he was, still better than most. And I don't even like him. I think he's a diva bitch, but he's very good. He's way better than Juju. So, you know, obviously Jarvis Landry being there, they, they've got a lot of weapons. And then people that you just don't think will be good, like Peoples-Jones, they find ways. I like Hooper. I, I like what they've got going on in Cleveland. Uh, so many weapons. It's just hard to fail. So not to mention the defense is legit too. They already had a bunch of playmakers. They keep drafting and adding guys like Greg Newsom the second. I think he's going to be good. I'm very high on the Browns this year. There's just a lot of things to like if you're a Browns fan. So Vegas has them at 10.5. So Vegas thinks the Ravens are winning this division. I disagree, Vegas. You want to fight about it? We can. I say not only are you going to pound the hell out of the over on this on 10 and a half, you're going to dog pound the hell out of this. <laughs> All right. That was for Wolf right there. You dog pound the hell out of it. And uh, yeah, so the Kings of the North, what that really pains me that I'm the Kings of the North would be the freaking Packers and the Browns. Jeez. That's just what I believe, though. I think that's going to happen. So yeah. That is where I'm going to end this podcast. What do we have left? Went over. So we have the NFC East next and the NFC West. Oh, you got you got some fun stuff in there. So that'll be the last one. Hopefully I can do that before the 12th so that I can have it all there. And once again, I'm going to say I will have everything, all the betting things, everything on BigMouthSmallWords.com. But that's not just all I'm going to do for BigMouthSmallWords.com. I am planning on every week throwing a blog, posting one each week. So, you know, week one of the NFL season, you're going to have every game. I'll give you a little tiny breakdown of why I believe what I believe. If I think that I'm being a little crazy, I will let you know. I'm not going to be one of those guys that's going to be like, oh, no, you have to do this. It's 100% lock. If I believe that, I will tell you. But if I'm telling you, yeah, you know, I'm being a little crazy here. I'm going to pick this team as an upset. It might happen. It might not. Just read the little tiny description that I have. Because sometimes I'm going to make a bet and I'm going to go, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but that's just, that's, listen, if you're following me, just know that you're following me into some great times, into some, eh, I don't know, times. So just, just, you know, bear with me. I did pretty damn well last year. I was over 90% on uh, some of my picks and this year I'm hoping to crush it again. So for sure, check out big mouth, small I'm going to get it going and I'm going to end it. And I'm going to tell everybody go to at big mouth, small words podcast on Instagram. There's going to be a lot of funny stuff on there. 
BigMouthSmallWords.com. I'm going to be crushing it, throwing some stuff up. Football, baby. Get ready. We're back. Oh.